Good afternoon, Joris. Hey, Peter. How are, How are you? you? I'm okay, doing fine. Okay. Yes. Now, yeah, these are special times. You have mm -hmm. your own company selling services. Yes. What is the impact of Corona on your business? I don't see this Corona virus, Peter, as a, as a problem for myself. Mm -hmm. I see this as an uh, enormous opportunity. Uh, an enormous opportunity for myself, because as you know, I'm a change manager, I'm an interim manager. Um, and as a change manager, I like to observe how, how society is reacting to all this uh, crisis and so on, because it's, it's apparently the same when you're in organizations. People react in their own way towards change, towards things that are different. If they want to, if they don't want to, how do they react? The one reacting differently than the other. It's very interesting for me to see how, uh, how these different uh, aspects uh, come to life in a crisis like this. So that's, that's one point. And the other opportunity is that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, to, to react myself or to, to go back to my own uh, uh, authenticity again mm -hmm. and to learn more about the stuff that I want to, uh, to learn about. So, so for me, this is a learning opportunity. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly surfing uh, and, and looking for, for white papers, for, for stuff that enriches me as a, as a person and as a professional. And does that mean then you're going back to yourself, to the real Yoris, who is the, yeah. the roots and the core of Yoris? So that means that you're going to reflect on who am I and which are the things that I like doing, give me energy. And so this means these yeah. are the services that I'm going to offer to um, my clients um, and maybe remove things that you said, maybe this is not 100% yours. Exactly. So, so for me, uh, 10 years ago, and uh, as you know, 10 years ago, I, did, uh, I removed myself from a, from a top position at the, yeah. at the telecom company. Yeah. And I started my own business, but, but one of the main reasons why I did that was to um, go back to myself again, okay. to, to, to get to know myself uh, a little better uh, again, because I, I lost myself yeah. in, in this, in this uh, fake environment, as I call it. And, and that's maybe not uh, right to say, but uh, for me, it felt a little bit fake for myself. No, but it's, so it's... I, it's actually the same what Carola Marx said Friday. She, she said exactly the same when she was uh, leaving the competitive um, teleco player um, where you worked. So it's actually, she said exactly the same words. It's a rat race, you know, and, and, and once you're in that rat race, you, 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 you become a victim of that rat race. And, uh, and so I wanted to go back to, uh, to my own. And there are three aspects that are very important to me, or that were very important to me. One was getting back in charge of my own agenda, mm -hmm. which was impossible as a, as a senior vice president at the, the telecom company because the, they were leading my agenda. So mm -hmm. I wanted my agenda back. The second word that come up to me is like freedom. Okay. Freedom to choose what you want to do. And then a third point is, uh, is related to that. I made myself the promise in the mirror that I would only do things that I wanted to do yeah. for myself. Okay. So, going back to my roots, going back to my authenticity, uh, in in this kind of uh, of, of um, era, is is like, okay. So there will come new opportunities. There will be new opportunities coming to me. What do I want to do with myself in the next five years? What do I not want to do? Yeah. Myself. And so that for me is an important question. 
to answer. And, and so I'm busy with that the last couple of weeks. What, what, what direction would I go to? Which network will I, will I um, speak to to, to realize that, uh, that stuff? If I, look at, if I look at your career, change management, because you actually started your career in 1985 when I was 10 years young in Volvo and in IT. I'm an old man, Peter. <laughs> You're a wise man. You're a wise yeah, man. No, no, I'm um, I mean, you started in, um, yeah, in an IT role and then you changed to yeah. program management and yeah, with, with, the, with the Six Sigma um, expertise that you built. I mean, is that the, the complete line in your whole career, that change management? Or how yes. did that happen? Let me, let me, let me go back to, to the start, because, yeah. because it's, it's, it's a story that I want to tell how I, how I started. And, uh, but and, I, I, really, I really want to find out, Ali, was it by accident that happened to you? Or how did you discover that that was your thing? Yeah. Coincidence doesn't exist. No, so there's always a reason why you do things. Huh? But let me say that it was not predicted. It was not something that I thought about. I wanted to do this. Yeah. I wanted to do that. So um, as I am an old guy, Peter, in 84, I was obliged to go to the army. Okay. So I had my, uh, my high school degree of uh, uh, graduate in informatics, mm. yeah, which was at that time not even on, online on a computer. It was with, uh, <laughs> punching cards and so on. So, I studied that one and then I had to go into the army and so being in the army was for me not like something that I was enjoying and so on so and during that um, that 10 months uh, in, in the army uh, my father uh, said like well there is an opportunity when you come out of the, of the army to go and earn a little bit of money uh, in Volvo because I could go there as a stagiaire as, as an intern. So I said, like, well, that's maybe good because my ambition was to go learning uh, after my army uh, duty. I was going to study marketing and so on. So what? I, I was interested in marketing yeah. and so on at that time already. So I came out of the army and I said, like, why not earn a little bit of money, six months, maybe a year uh, um, as an interim, and then I can get, uh, still go uh, to, the, to school again. So when I started, and, and, and so the, the first job that I had in Volvo, and this will maybe surprise everybody, but the first job was like, I had to carry on around the internal mail. Okay. So I had this carriage, yeah, and I was in the old movies, you can still see them, yeah. like these guys that are, are uh, delivering the internal mail. That was my first job. So whatever they said I was going to do, because I wanted to earn a little bit of money to, to have my own independence and so on from my parents. And three months um, um, after that, um, I was um, uh, looking at the IT department and they were looking for a guy to, um, or they had an, a, a vacancy for office automation, which okay. was like PCs that were coming out then. The IBM had this wonderful personal computer. Microsoft has, uh, has MS-DOS and so on. So there was a lot of uh, these things going on. So, I said like, okay, I will look. And I go directly to the IT boss. And I went directly into his office as an entry. This is also a red line. I was never afraid of doing anything wrong. So I went into his office and I said like, well, why not choosing me? Because I want to do that. He said like, no, 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 you're an entry, so I can't do that. So, okay, I went around and, and, and started delivering the, the internal post uh, mail again and so on. And so after a month, they didn't have a candidate uh, 
a candidate. Uh, yeah. so, so I went back to his room and I said, like, I, I still want to do that. Um, and so after two, three months, to, to cut the story short, I, I went to his office three or four times. And he said, no, 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 you're an entry, you can't uh, apply for that job. And all these guys that are sitting in the IT department, these 50 guys, they said like, well, all these mainframes which we are using, and these, uh, these things and so on, but these personal computers will never be able to do what all these uh, mainframes do. So they, they didn't believe in that. And, and, and that's, that's what, what, what strikes me always. I was always going for the difficult, the difficult job, the thing that nobody else wanted to do. And I was very persistent. And at the end, uh, the boss, the IT boss said like, okay, you can have it. Yeah, uh, but I will give you uh, three months of a, a trial period, as I say. Uh, and after three months, we will uh, reevaluate. Uh, but I started in there, I, I put it myself in there. I had never seen a personal computer in my life. Yeah, this was also for me the first time. And I started to do things with that. I, I started to play around with it and so on. And so I, 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 I came out with, with some kind of uh, visual basic programs that I was writing and so on. Um, and uh, in the end, after three months, uh, the boss said like, well, you're doing a great job. You can keep the job. And so I, I started my career. In the end, I never went back to school. And my, my, uh, my, my, my career was uh, booming from that moment on because I was a pioneer. Eight months later, later I was uh, um, responsible in the, in, in, in the cars factory for uh, 600 PCs. They were connected in an internet network with uh, Microsoft Windows, all these uh, standard applications. I, I created the help desk principle. Can you imagine everybody talking today about help desk? This wasn't existing at that time. So yeah. I created that one with the first level help, uh, the second level help desk and so on. So you introduced a lot of uh, of, of these kind of processes and, and that was a, a great success. And in the end, I went back to the guy's uh, office, the IT manager, and maybe if you see this movie, you will laugh about it. And, and I said like, come on, and now the next step needs to come. It was like nine years in the, in the car factory. Now something needs to happen because I, I was losing the drive to do new things and, and it was becoming a routine. Um, and he said, like, what would you like to do? Because we're happy with you, so, so we, want, we want to help you. And, and I said, like, look, in this company, the only seat that interests me is yours. And so he left and he said, like, my seat is not for sale <laughs> or is not available. So, uh, but, you know, he said, like, um, I will help you. And so that's when he offered me or, or he, 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 he used this network internally and they offered me the job of a uh, European manager in the, the Volvo cars for the, uh, for, for the implementation of, uh, of, of an outsourcing of AS400 and things okay. like that. So, so he really moved me. So, so again, Peter, two aspects. It's all about change and taking risks. I'm a risk taker, to be honest. I'm, I'm a risk taker. I, I, I like to take risks. Um, and once in a while, they they, they go well and sometimes they are not going so well, but I always say like, you can never fail. You can only fail when you have not learned something. Yeah. I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm still learning every day. Every job that I'm doing, I'm still learning new, new aspects. And so, so that's how, how my career started. So it was not 
not something that I was like having in my yeah. mind. I want to do this. I want to do that. It was opportunity driven. And that risk taking trade mm -hmm. was that something that you had already as a kid, or was it something that your father or your mother gave to you? I no. mean, I mean, I mean, your my generation are very security driven because it's post war, whereas today yeah. youngsters are more focused on purpose and. That, so they can create their own paths. Where did, did you get that risk? Uh, you know, it 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 came uh, from. I, I was raised very uh, in a very stable. Uh, uh, my father, my, my my mother, brother, sister. We were in a very stable uh, situation. So uh, my father was working. My mother was at home. She was taking care of us and so on. So I was like, it was very strict and very stable. So for me, that was like. The outburst. Eh? I, I needed to go out of that stability and do something different. The second thing was that, um, um, as you know, I'm, I'm also a sportsman uh, yeah. and I had a career in sports. And I always, in my sports, which was basketball, I was not the top talent of the team. Okay. Yeah. But I knew that when I was working a little bit harder than the others, I would get my chance. Yeah. So that helped me also to realize that nothing comes from itself. Nothing comes because you know something. No. It comes because you're doing something differently than what others do. Yeah. So when I didn't have practice, I was running around with my ball on the terrace with my parents and I was looking for a hoop and then I was looking for, for with some friends to, to, to shoot some, uh, some balls. And, and that's what, what, what drives me. That, that's where my drive came from. Is in a sense like you have to take uh, some risks also in the game. Yeah. And if it, it, it works, you can do it again. If it doesn't work, stop doing it. Yeah. And, and so for me, it, everything is opportunity driven. Even today, I'm 57 years old. Every little chance that I have is an opportunity. The corona crisis now for me, I look upon that as an opportunity. Yeah. An opportunity to reinvent myself, to see how I can help organizations in the future, the new normal, as they're calling. Nobody knows what the new normal will be, but, but, but do, I'm do, ready do, to take that, that step with, uh, with the organizations. Do you, do, you believe that, do, you, do you believe there's going, going to be a new normal? A lot of people think, yes. yeah. Yes, if my personal opinion, yes, there will be a new normal. What, what is that then? What the new normal will be, I, I, I don't know myself. I don't have the crystal ball, but, but I know there will be a new normal. I will, I, I'm, I'm sure that history is going to be written, uh, okay. or is written today, in the sense like the before Corona time and the after Corona time will be, will, will, will be known in, in the history books. And, I mean, if you look at NLP, I mean, people change for two reasons, to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. And the first category is, is of course, bigger. Yeah. Do you I believe that people, and also I'm talking about organizations who, I mean, there are organizations and people now taking an, a victim role and playing, yeah, playing on fear. Um, do you believe that because they are suffering, that they will change their behavior towards their customers, towards their employees, um, that will change that after Corona? Exactly. But uh, you know what, what is interesting in your, in, your, uh, in your question is like, you're talking about the human factor in, in change. And that's the one that is interesting me. Huh? Because not, and not, not, not 
uh, every human is going to react in the same way uh, towards this. And you can see that today. Mm -hmm. People are very disciplined, one hand or the other, stay at home. Others are like searching for, 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 for the lines, how far they can go. And you have a bunch of people that do not care. They, they, they have something like, uh, well, uh, if everybody does this, I do something. Uh, uh, it's that human factor. And uh, you can have the best processes, you can have the best procedures, you can have the, 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 the best product, you can have the best organization, you can have whatever you like. It's still the humans that are making the difference. And for me, that's what you see on my LinkedIn profile, on, 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 on my subtitle, in my... Let's, let's look for that human factor and do that. In, in, in essence, I'm, I'm a generalist, as you know. I'm a generalist, I'm not a detailist. And because the detail is within the knowledge of the people that I lead yeah. towards a new, uh, a new dimension. Yeah. And that's, that's how I see that I can make the difference in leading the people, coaching the people, coaching the organizations to new dimensions. But it's not me that is going to do it. No, no, it's the people that is going to do it. And I will make, I will make sure that they have the time, the, 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 the tools, the, the means and so on yeah. Yeah. to get in that direction. And do you, do you believe that um, a lot of, I would call them old style, dinosaur, legacy organization who have been doing the same trick for like 10 to 20 years. Um, I mean, they have also a very command and control like organization structure. So the, 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 the boss on the top saying you have to do this and then it drills down. That's some of them are going to reflect in this period and they have to realize if we want to keep our customers um, on the long term, the same with our best employees on the long term, we have to change, transform because there's a difference between the two to more purpose-driven organization that people nowadays are going to reflect because there are people like me staying at home, everybody is at home uh, with their children and combining that with work and people are dying sometimes. Yeah, we know, we mm -hmm. know also somebody whose father has died. I mean, I mean, it's all very, yeah, it's, it's really a mirror. Eh? I mean, it's really about who are you and what you want to do for the remaining part of your life because it's so short what 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 you want to be and what you want to do do you think also that yeah i mean that's also what i believe it that people not all of them but some people are going to change and now reflect and change after corona said i don't want to work for a company anymore who is only focusing on shareholder value um or doesn't have any um social impact or does not correspond with my own personal values and it will change the same with customers or is it a little bit too uh, La La Land that I'm... Uh, <laughs> no, 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 but your question, your question has uh, two dimensions. One is like uh, these old dinosaurs, as you call them, and these organizations that are still uh, hierarchical, mm -hmm. and so on. They're still working that way. You know, I've, I've also lost that uh, feeling a little bit that you need to, uh, to guide them to something new and so on, because the culture in that company Will, will, will sooner or later uh, help them to go in that uh, direction. Um, the, for, for me, in, in those kind of uh, organizations, I am always saying like, uh, I come in as a change manager in those organizations, they ask change managers to solve a problem. Okay. I always say a change manager should be there to avoid problems. Okay. Yeah? 
So it's like a, a proactive work more than reactive work. But in hierarchical organizations, they call it, and then the CEO, they tell me, says like, Joris, I've told the organization already five times what they needed to do and they don't do it. How come? And I said like, well, you have two, two, two reasons why they don't do it. One, it's you that have told them what to do. You haven't engaged them in any way. You haven't mm -hmm. uh, put the, 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 the basis uh, of thing. In, in Dutch, we have a, a, a nice word for that, draagvlak. Yes. It's like uh, supporting basics uh, of, of the organization. Uh, you haven't done that. So without doing that, why should people follow you? Why should they trust you? And you have these charismatic people that everybody wants to follow, but not every organization has it. So, so that's one thing. Then secondly, I go into these organizations and then I said like, okay, I'm the change manager and um, uh, we're going to change something. And I said, oh yes, at last, a guy that is uh, going to, to uh, shake the tree and we're going to have some change. And my first question, and this is maybe something that you've read already, but uh, the first question I asked, like, okay, but what will you do differently tomorrow? And I said, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, to be clear, the problem is not with me. The problem is with my colleagues and from this other department. If they should do that and that and that, then my life would become easier. And then my, uh, my work would become uh, efficient and my work would become effective. And I said, like, no, it's, it's the other way around. What can you do to help others? Because the only one that you can uh, can adapt is yourself. You cannot ask for somebody else to do. You can ask him, but you're not sure that this, things will, will happen. If everybody starts from within itself, then maybe change would become very easy, and everybody would uh, would, uh, would 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 benefit from that. So, so for me, it's it's like typical in hierarchical organizations that. People are looking to each other, uh, and, and nobody feels that the problem is in with, within himself. And that's because in hierarchical organizations, it's very difficult to view the end-to-end -end, uh, yeah. uh, process uh, for that product. I don't need you to uh, to tell that as a sales guy, you know that that's what what people are looking for. The second thing in your question is, um, will they still survive? Well, my, my strong belief is that in every organization and in every time, and as I, I'm an old guy, so you have always these, we call it generation conflicts. Mm -hmm. Generation X, generation yeah. Y, generation Z, the millennials and so on. And what you see is that in every time in history, we had this item on the list. We had this generation conflict for me it's not a generation conflict for me it's a it's a system that is constantly maturing itself and to become into organizations so for me it's like i don't worry that things in 10 or 15 years will be done differently because they will have different tools they will have different uh, mentality they will have things so in the end the old ones going out and the new ones coming in and the old ones going out and, the new ones going and you're always talking about the conflict when you are somewhere in that middle, when, yeah. when the, the new culture is taking over from the old ones. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and of course, the old ones are still remaining on their seat as long as they can uh, for these young guys to take over. But then you see in a lot of organizations where you have younger management, where you have other management, that they immediately take that, uh, 
that step towards uh, towards a new thing. So for me, it's like uh, as a product in 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 the years eighty and ninety, uh, Peter, we had this one product yeah. and we sold that to many uh, yeah. customers. Today, the customer is an individual, yeah. and he wants to have a product that suits his needs. So yeah. we are going from one to many. Yeah. And so that means that that product has to have a lot of uh, different variants. You want to have it tomorrow, you want to have it online, yeah. you want to have it this, you want to have it with that feature, you want to have it without that. And, and it's, it, that, that for me is a, is, is a very nice thing to, to see that happening in the, in the real world. I mean, you're talking about um, senior persons, C-levels, um, that's always put the, the power outside of themselves. They think, ah, change the outside world and I'm going to be happy. I mean, you just mentioned that you left, uh, what is it, 10 years plus, um, a big telco organization. Uh, you were senior VP. Um, how about your ego? Because I'm, 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 turn, I'm becoming 45. Um, I know what the ego is and how can I, I work with it. But when I was 25 or 35 even, I mean, uh, then these kind of titles, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it becomes yeah. your identity. And sometimes I see it for a lot of people. It's still their identity and take that away from them. They're nobody. How, how did that process was for you? Yeah, well, it's, it's an interesting. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm always, I said like the human factor is the, uh, is the, uh, the red thread to my uh, career. And I always believed that people would still make the difference so i was more a people leader than than, than a task leader as, as, as you know me um, um i had one uh, very big um, uh, thing that i was saying yeah? they, at the end they said like there is no i in team you remember mm. that that yeah, quote yeah, there is no yeah. i in team for me that I, there are a lot of eyes in a team for me it's like no no there are a lot of eyes in a team the reason to do that is that all these eyes, all these individuals, they all have their different uh, talents, they all have their different approach, different personality, different temperament, different things. So I was always saying there are a lot of eyes in the team. And for me, it's, it's my challenge, it's my opportunity to make all those individuals work together and go to new dimensions, go to new uh, targets, uh, go to new uh, answers. Um, for me, that was very important. Although I understand the quote, there is no I in team, because in that quote, the I was talking about the ego. Yeah. There is no place for an ego in teams, right? Yes. So that's, that's for me the, the, the translation of there is no I in team. There are a lot of I's in the team, but the I as an ego needs to go out of the team. And for me, I've always been, I think for myself, and it's hard for me to say for myself, I think that I have always been a very authentic guy. I have always been the same in whatever situation. I was the same when I was uh, delivering the internal mail in Volvo, and I was a vice president at Telenet, or when I'm an interim manager now in a large company. I, I convinced of myself that I'm always the same guy. But how how did you stay so humble? I mean, it's as it's isn't that typical for like twenty, twenty five, even thirty? Yeah, that that's that's a certain. I have to prove myself. You want to 
really man man manifest yourself, especially as a male? But I have proven myself, Peter. I have proven myself. I've proven that from, from, from delivering mail to becoming a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a vice president without a university degree, I delivered that. I was there and I've never asked for it. And, and in the beginning I did, but in the end, people were asking me to do, yeah, to yeah, do a certain yeah. job and I was always lifting and so on. The reason why I, I came back, uh, as I said before, another reason why I left this rat race, yeah, was that I, um, um, how must I uh, say this? Um, in, in, in the end, um, it's, it's about humans, as I said. Um, uh, I always felt that um, in those top positions, there are a lot of egos. Mm -hmm. uh, your colleagues and so on, and, and I will be careful with my words and so on where I was, I was, it was, it was not matching my own authenticity anymore. We were doing things in a company. We were making decisions in our company that were not st stroke with my kind of beliefs and, and values. Yeah. So for me, that was like, that, that was a cut and, and remaining a vice president in a company where I cannot for 100% be in line with, with the business we were going to, to, to deliver. I made myself, I made for myself the decision to step out of that rather than to stay in there for my ego, and for, my, uh, for, my, for my value, because I knew that my value, I was going to deliver my value somewhere else. I knew from the day that I left Pillanet that I was strong enough to, 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 yeah, yeah. to have an own company and to start all over again. Yeah. Now, if you would go back in time, take a DeLorean, mm -hmm. and um, I, I believe 1985 was the the, the year of uh, Back to the Future, like the first one. I like those movies, by yeah, the way. Yeah, me too, me, me too, me too. Especially when he played guitar in the beginning, that was for me. I was eight years old. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like, this is it. Um, but that's <laughs> off topic. Now, um, are you, you, the orders of now would meet the orders of 18-year-olds. What would be the things that you would say to him Hey, Yuris, these are the tips, these are the three lessons that I want to give to you. I don't know, to have a happy life, to have a rich life, to have whatever life. What would you advise him? Well, uh, it's, in, in fact, I would, I would um, tell this guy the same things that my father told me, because my father was a wise man. And my father gave me a couple of tips. And I was always in conflict with my father. I was always in conflict. But in the end, he was so right. <laughs> and I've done what he said. And it gave me a lot of, uh, of, of benefits and opportunities in my career. Um, so I, I will start with point one. The point one, he always said like, nothing is, is for granted, but nothing is unachievable. So whenever you want something, just go for it and, 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 and do your best. They have always choose the, the, the good guys to, uh, to lift up in the, in the organization. They have never done it because you're the son of or, or whatever. So that was the first thing. It was like work hard, play hard, uh, and, and you will get the, the benefits. And that was same as sports for me, also in the organization. A second thing, which was a very important uh, thing, is if you have the choice, my father said, if you have the choice, 
choose for the for your boss not for a function that was the second very important one because he said it's the boss that will make you go up in the organization rather than the function itself you might have the best function but if you don't have a boss that grants you the, the, the your career then then so choose for those and the third thing that he said is like uh, be humble and be uh, simple because simplicity always wins that's something that i have always remembered and, and in meetings today i'm still saying uh, when i have an interview okay start all over again what, tell me in simple words what do you want me to do so that you can go on and so on because they come everybody comes with complex problems and complex situations and well you already sit down i will tell you in two days what <laughs> i've been struggling with in the last two years and so on and i always said like well if you can't make it simple that means that you don't have a problem and and you you can you can deal with problems one step at a time and so the next like tell me in a simple way what do you want that are the three uh, things. So, so um, it's it's choose your boss instead of the function, being humble, and and keep on keep on working, keep on on, on doing the right things at the right time. Yeah? Yeah. As you know, I'm I'm also a coach. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm telling that people in exactly the same wordings in the sense like um, you you don't have to please your boss so you can have a function. Uh, your boss should be pleased with you so he, he could uh, yeah. uh, drive you somewhere else. Yeah. Now, you're a coach. Um, you have your, also your own business um, creating team buildings and you are a change manager. And an interim manager. Interim manager. Speaker and as well. uh, that was, that's interesting because um, in the end, the red thread in all of that is like, I want to change people's behavior. And why, 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 why do you like that? Because I, that they make the difference. Yeah, I know that. But, but the, does it spark you energy? It gives you good yeah. feeling of happiness when you, yeah. yeah, I mean, when you met somebody and you have changed their thoughts and actually mm -hmm. have put out, I've brought out the potential that you saw, which is in there, of in them. And now they can really manifest that. Is that what's mm -hmm. driving you? Well, uh, another thing that 10 years ago, I, I'm already uh, building up on the list of things why I left this, uh, this vice president job at, the, at a large company with a large salary and, and a large uh, title and, and so on. I left it because I had a lot of reasons. Uh, another reason was like, uh, and, and it's a slogan that I'm using when I come into organization and I do my first speech to, to as an interim manager to a new uh, to a new team eh, of 120 people sitting in a row and said like, I'm Joris, who am I? And always said like, look, I've always had the, 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 the benefit that I had a lot of nice people around me that made me reach my destiny. Because my destiny in the end was I wanted to be a high value guy in a large company and so on. I think as a vice president for the telecom company that I succeeded in that, uh, in that aspect. So I had, I had the, the benefit that I had these people around me that made me go in that state uh, because it was not because I had the, 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 the university degrees for that or whatever. No, no, it was on my own and what I did. And I always said like, well, 
uh, when I when I went away for a job, I said like now from now on, and I was 48 at that moment, nine years ago. I said like I will work on my legacy from now on because I want to leave something mm-hmm. that people can remember me from okay. more than being a vice president of Internet. So my legacy, Peter, is that young people like you can reach your destiny because you're still fighting for your destiny. You still uh, want to go there as well. I've been there for for me, and that's a choice that I've made. I've been at my destiny. So my legacy will be that you reach your destiny. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. (laughs) That's an uh, incredible answer, Joris. Now, I mean, you have been very successful and it seems that everything you touch touches becomes gold, but yeah, you know what, there is no such a straight line going up. I mean, what are the setbacks that you have faced those failures or lessons, of course, of course, that you, yeah, had, which, yeah, yeah, created a story for you to say, mm, this is something I learned. Maybe this is a situation or a company which I don't thrive in. Um, or something else in the in the last 10 years or something? Yeah. Well, there are a lot of things, of course, that uh, that didn't went the way that uh, that you go. Um, for me, for me, is it, uh, um, you said like you have a lot of different uh, approaches. Eh? Who is yours? Uh, is a change manager? What mm-hmm. is an entry manager? Is a coach? He's mm-hmm. uh, he's doing something with films and so on. He has his own production company. Who is he? Is a keynote speaker? And I always say, like, and I, I saw this from a, a friend's uh, blog, and, and a friend's blog was saying, like, there is a word in English called slasher. It's not a Friday the 13th <laughs> slasher, that's not the one. But the slasher is like somebody that is using, a, doing a lot of different things, yeah? They, they, don't, they don't seem to connect to each other, but in the end they do. And, and they call that a slasher. And there are a lot of people that are doing it. I'm doing that because all these things, because I'm interested in that human factor. That's for yeah. me the threat. And the second threat is change. Everything that is positive change yeah, is for me something that I, I'm, I'm, uh, that, that my ambition uh, uh, reaches in. But uh, very important is that um, as a slasher, I need to have an, uh, an opportunity to make a difference with the people. If it's if you don't see that opportunity, then I don't want that job. Okay, so so sometimes you say it's, no. It's, it's a positive engagement. It's getting to a to a new level, and and and, and these people needs to come in, in motion. I always say, yeah? people getting people in motion, and once they are in a, in a certain motion, I leave because I'm an intro manager. Yeah. I leave and I say like, okay, now it's up to you. Yeah, this, I, I drive them in in, in a certain direction. Um, and, and that for me is, is, is a very important one. Now, without risk, you don't have fun. Huh? No risk, no fun, they say. Huh? So I'm a risk taker. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. An example, which is, is, is maybe something that, that, uh, that people will be surprised upon. I always have something like, okay, when I went away from, uh, from, from, from Telenet, I said like, I'm into music and I want to do films and so on. And you remember, I said, like, I will create a new festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Remember? Everybody yeah, I remember. Says, like, yeah, 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 oh, I was there. Crazy yeah. as hell. Yours, you don't know that business as well. And I said, like, I will learn it along the way and so on. So, on. so I went into that and so on. And two times I delivered the festival. Yeah? And a, a, a retro festival, as you remember, and so on. But in the end, we made ten thousands of euros uh, loss. I paid them personally. So nobody, and I mean nobody else in the whole organization, had to put a dime on the table uh, because to cover the loss. I've paid it all. Yeah? And that's because I had a crazy idea. Yeah. So responsibility and accountability for me and organizations is something that needs to be adapted more. Yeah. So when I come into an interim job, I said like, yeah, yeah you're responsible for that, but do you take the accountability with it? Yeah. That for me is sometimes they, they want to be responsible, but they don't want to be accountable. Yeah. Um, that for me is a very important question. So, so, so I've learned in the way. Uh, to make a long story short, in, in my 57 years uh, of life, I've had two times the reset button in my life. Okay. The reset button meaning I had no euro left. Okay. Twice in my life, I've had nothing in my pocket anymore. Twice in my life, I resetted myself, looked for opportunities, looked for, 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 for new things for me to happen and so on. And in the end, I'm a happy person. Peter still am. And okay, if, if you don't take risks, maybe it wouldn't have happened. But I've, in the end, I've learned and earned more yeah. uh, than, than I've ever lost. So. Yeah. I've earned now twice or three times more than I've lost uh, in, 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 in the time. So for me, also that is part of my life. It's uh, taking risks. Now answering your questions. I'm sorry, it's a long, uh, a long talk to, to, to answer your question. But uh, the question is like, have you taken jobs that you don't want to do at some point? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And you know, it's about when you when you uh, come to the uh, to the conclusion that either the team of people don't want to go anywhere yeah and then you can you can be dropped into that team and there is no support there is no uh, uh drive in the direction uh, or in the in the management uh, team and so on so you just need to be there because they feel that that is the right thing to do but they they don't know where to they want to go they don't know where they, they are going to so Yes. Have you been in that uh, situation, Joris? Oh, yes, I've been in that situation. Have you learned from that? Oh, yes, a lot. Uh, so it, it gives me the strength to say no the next time I come to it. Yeah, because actually I learned more from those experiences who at that time are painful. Yeah. But um, yeah. I know now better what I want, where I can be successful in, and where not. And, um, and to be honest, ninety percent of our experience, life experience, come from bad things. Eh? Because you know, don't do those things. If you if you go into your son in the in the future, you will probably tell him, don't touch this, don't do that, or don't do that, because you had the experience that that would bring in you not good stuff. So you will teach him. Out of your experience, that that those are things that you should uh, that you should yeah. go around. That's why I want I want to let him to experience the thing so he can learn the lesson because uh, 
it's 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 always the same. You can tell somebody you you should watch out for this or this, but uh, people don't listen. And they uh, I wouldn't say they are stubborn. And they so, have, they want to experience for themselves. Eh? So so the inspiration is like, and in, in what situation have you learned the most? Well, like I said, it's during the setbacks. It's there. So, the most difficult so time. If so you leave the child, if you leave the child into his childhood and so on, that that's that's also for me why why change isn't happening anymore in the, the thing. So I will I will tell you if if I may I will tell you a little story around what uh, what I I tell people in my keynote. I have a keynote around change mm. and why change is happening in one organization and yeah, not in the other. And for me, that has all to do with uh, life patterns, yeah? And it's okay. brain patterns. So I explain to people how your brain is working. Yeah. Now, you know that, that your uh, habits uh, are, are, are a good thing, yeah? because mm -hmm. habits and, 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 and patterns make you more efficient, make you more yeah. effective. Um, an example that I'm always giving in the room, and I said, like, if you don't believe me that you, you, your whole life is... It's, it's your brain that is taking over 80% of the time. Yeah. Your brain is taking over what you're doing. It's like, do you still think, Peter, when you drive a car? Yeah. What you need to do to drive a car? Do you still go every step in a way? No. no. Uh, it's an automatic pilot. It's your yeah. brain that is taking yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So your brain is taking over. and it's doing it. So if you go to, uh, to Thailand or to England, and you hire a car and you see that the steering wheel is the other side and your, 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 your clutch is the other. It, it brings you a shiver and then, and, and then you need to drive the other you side of the road. And so it's, it's, it's very resistant. But on the other hand, you have to, so you do it. And, and, and after two weeks, uh, you come into that situation. Um, so, 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 so that is uh, uh, very important that you reduce those patterns. The older you, you become in life, the more that those patterns getting stuck in your brain. My mother of 88 yeah, had a new TV and it had another, another remote. She still asked me two years later if she could still use the old remote mm. because that, that's what she knows. That's what, what her pattern yeah, is. And she still has difficulties with the new remote. Um, so for me, it's all about uh, 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 exploring those patterns in every single individual's mind, in the team, and so on. And to change those patterns, make a new pattern which they would like, which they would go for, which they would, mm -hmm. and then create that new environment. That's when change is happening, when people are able to let the old pattern behind them and go for the new pattern. And it takes, there is a scientific proof for that. There's, it takes 28 days in a yeah. consequent uh, thing before you get used to that. Yeah. And that new pattern becomes your normal pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all about patterns. It's all about um, uh, getting to know where these people are sitting in yeah. and how they're doing their job and, and why they're doing it, the way they're doing it, and how you see opportunities to go for, uh, for the next level. Now, that for me is an important uh, aspect. Now, the, in the beginning, you mentioned that uh, in these days you are reading a lot um, mm -hmm. or surfing a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, all this information about the brain and about change, mm -hmm. um, it didn't come to you naturally, of course, due to experience, but also by, by studying. 
at to, today, right now, who are actually people that you admire, who inspire you? Oh, for me, it's like, maybe not today, but, but a guy that has inspired me very much and, and, and on a high level even is, is my CEO at the, at the telecom company, it's Duco Sikkingen. Duco, mm -hmm. as you know, was, um, uh, I would tell it differently, Duco uh, was the best CEO I ever worked for. Yeah. He, 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 he was the most charismatic guy. He was a guy that had a vision of the future which we delivered eh? at the end, we are sitting in a world that he described 15 years ago. It was like yeah. unbelievable, yeah. He knew how to, to start with it, he knew what to do and so on. Um, but you know, I've been, I've been watching the, the movie of Steve Jobs. Yeah. And when I saw the movie of Steve Jobs, I said like, it's all to go. And I remember that Tico told me that he worked for seven years as a young guy for Steve Jobs in the next company okay. in between the Apple uh, uh, finance. So Duco has learned the job from Steve Jobs. He has adapted his own style, but they still, if you look at the, 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 the picture of Steve Jobs, you see a lot of Duco. So for me, Duco was a very inspiring guy. He, he, I'm still thinking sometimes, like, what would Duco do in this situation? Okay. He, Interesting. Um, because he, he, he always had this, this, this drive and, 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 and once you had this thing and so on, he was always saying like, what you have delivered yesterday is not important anymore. It's what you deliver today, what you will deliver tomorrow. So egos are, are like, okay, interesting. as I say for him, it's about what you will deliver and what you're doing today. It's not like resting on your lowers. Your, Lower and say like, uh, well, I've done this, I've done that. No, yeah, yeah. you've done that. Fine, I've, I've given you the salary for it. And yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. And today we have another challenge, and tomorrow we will have another challenge. So it's it's where we have to come to. And that and for me is uh, is very important. Uh, th that's one. And books or videos or I mean, well, I, in fact, I I was uh, I was. Uh, I'm always going back to uh, to, to to old books. I'm 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 reading this one for the moment. You see it? Networkers. It's what the black book, book of networking. It's like never heard of it. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh, it's 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 complete book. Yeah, but you said like for me, as you know, networking is very important because yeah. the networking the network takes care of you. I always say. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and so it's, it's going back to those roots and saying like, but what is important in networking? What is important, what we are doing now, what you are doing, what I'm doing? How do you keep your network alive? I'm always saying like, I'm not going into my network to find a job. I'm going into my network to establish relations, friendships, uh, and all this stuff. And the network will take care of me. And they've that always done. Until today, my network always took care of me. But so one threat, for example, that I saw in the Black Book again, is like, it's not about how many people you know, it's about how many people know you. Okay, yeah, it's about interesting. How, how am, am I perceived to the outside world yeah. as yours, maybe we should phone yours as well. So I'm, I'm always saying like, you need to be top of mind with the people that can help you in, yeah, in, in yeah, yeah. directions or into, as you know, I'm an entry manager, so I depend upon the being top of mind 
at the moment that they are searching for uh, for opportunities or, or interim management. That's a very interesting topic that you're um, now um, touching on because when I was doing the videos on selling without selling your soul, I had somebody who who um, contacted me and he was a kind of project service management uh, position, and he was like, Peter, um, can you can you do a video about networking? How do you do that? I mean, yeah. I mean, are, are you thinking in the morning how I'm going to create my personal brand, which is like a typical, yeah, this is a, I wouldn't say hype, but something you have to do, especially on Instagram with the right pictures. And, and how do you do that in your personal opinion, networking? It's, 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 it's being there constantly. It's being there. Right? Is it on being there? Is it on drinking lots of beers at the right parties or how does that happen? Or you just walk it's, to somebody and say, Hey, I know this. For me, it works yeah, when, when I can be the most authentic Yoris that I can uh, be. So indeed, I know that sometimes I have to go to a drink, sometimes I have to go to a party, sometimes I have to go to, to, a, to a seminar, yeah, mm -hmm. because I know that a large amount of people from my network are going to be present there. Maybe I'm not interested in the topic as such, yeah, but I know that a lot of my people, network, uh, will be there. So I go there to, 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 to give support to my network, to have a little chat with certain people, eh, what, is, what, what you're up to and so on. And in the end, when you say like, uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. I've just done a, a job there and so on. And, and, and I've uh, done that. And, and now I'm, I'm, I'm at home. I'm taking care of my animals. Uh, I think, ah, are you free? Yeah, yeah, but uh, ah, it's not that I'm, I'm, I'm really, but if, if you hear something, it's fine. So networking for me, it's about that those people know what they can, why they can rely upon me. When do I need to be in the picture? It's, it's about my talent. It's about like, um, I, I, it's not my knowledge. It's my skills that they need to, to understand. Because knowledge and skills are very different. And as you know, I'm, I'm also giving a leadership uh, courses and, and, and I'm a trainer at the business schools around soft skills because what is something that you don't learn at school you learn a lot of knowledge <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of things yeah. but you don't learn how to sell yep. how to relate to people yep. how to understand people yep. how to look for opportunities that personality yep. needs more of this that personality needs more of that so i believe in the motivational uh, aspect of uh, of people why why would anybody in my network grant me an opportunity okay why would they do that because they like you as a person mm -hmm. and because they like you as, a, as, as a, they know that the skills that you have will help them i will not grant anybody something where i don't know how how they will perform in that you understand yeah yeah so that's for me is is, is networking networking is is being there, know that Yoris is, is this kind of guy, Yoris can help us with that kind of opportunity. Uh, they know, uh, and, and you know also, like, uh, it's not about my background of ICT. I've never been programming in my life. No, I don't know any language, uh, programming language, but I can guide people that are programming. I can guide analysts in the program. I can marketing people. I can facilities, uh, uh, logistics, and so on. Look at all the departments that I've ever 
had the chance and the, and, and the unbelievable uh, uh, happiness that I've been able to do that. I think in any case, it's why? Because it's about people. It's not about knowledge. It's not about me as a knowledge guy. The knowledge is there. So I can, I can learn from, from, from that, but it's getting those people into a new direction with new kind of processes, new kind of uh, ways of thinking. And that's what they need to know. That's why they can use me. That's the opportunity that I'm looking for. Not the one saying like, Joris, we know you have a lot of experience and knowledge in blah, 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 mm -hmm. which I don't have because I'm a generalist and, and the details are, are somewhere else, are within the people that I can't. I mean, don't you think, because that person asked me that question, eh, what about networking? Now you're talking about soft skills and that's indeed something I learned the hard way is that it doesn't matter how much expertise you have or even how good you can sell in terms of technique. The thing is, how can you engage with other people and create value mm -hmm. for them? And it's really about that engagement and engagement yeah. is the same as networking without selling something, of course. Yeah. Um, do you believe um, that youngsters today, they are better at engaging than we were? Because we never learned at school at these soft skills. We only learned hard skills. We were actually conditioned thinking about working hard and doing this kind of things. You will get there. It's all about, always about knowledge. And you have the knowledge, you have the expertise, then you are there. But it's not at all about it. It starts from the people connecting with other people because the knowledge you can find it somewhere that's why I, that's why i had the opportunity and the opportunity for me was like when when these leadership schools were asking me like yeah but can you deliver a, a, a training in six sigma i know six sigma as you know but that won't grant or that won't give me the satisfaction uh, i think i was said like you know uh, I've learned a lot around the uh, behavioral attitude uh, of human people. Eh? I've, if, if you mention one book that I've read, it's The, the Psychology of Jung, yeah. which is in the yeah. MBTI and Discovery and so on. Yeah. So I was very interested in that. So I, I, I've studied that 25 years ago and then I was always using that. Um, in the end, I've learned that um, motivation in people has a very, uh, as you uh, hundreds of uh, dimensions yes. because I can push the button of Peter Snower, yeah, and he could be like, yes, I'm motivated and, and I do the same thing to somebody else and he said like well, what the hell, what do you want from me? So, uh, so, so it's, it's about learning which button you have to press to get people in motion and those buttons can be very different in a team and so you will have to be an octopus and, and, and a people manager to, to just put the right people in the right uh, aspects with the right motivational stuff. And then it's about, so my soft, soft skills training are going around motivation, are around uh, coaching. Instead of telling people what they need to do and how they need to do it, it's coaching them like it would be right if we, if we go there and it's up to you to find a way and, and I can help you and so on. It's a different approach. It's, uh, it's what people demand. Uh, a third thing is uh, around uh, building trust. Why would people follow you? That's the same. not that's something that is happening from one day uh, or the other. So it's something you need to build. Yeah? Yeah. And a fourth is the change management. That's what my route uh, is. Like, um, 
what do you need to do to get to change uh, the patterns, uh, breaking off the patterns and so on. That's where that uh, kind of uh, knowledge comes into. Uh, so the knowledge for me is in the attitude and yeah. uh, patterns behavior of people. So if I'm going into a job after two weeks, I know the organization, I know where this the difficult and, 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 and the less difficult and the positive and the negative and, and so on. I can, I, can, I can very quickly uh, adapt to that and then uh, go forward with that team. And, and it's about taking the positive uh, and the negative. Right? It's not about uh, yeah. leaving the ones behind or whatever. It's, it's about taking all that into one bucket and say like, okay, what do I have here? And how do I need to go there? Um, if I would have had the opportunity, like every single opportunity that I get, I always do it with a different approach. I've never done things twice in a row. Okay. <laughs> so as an interim manager for, for, for the last company, I've, I've introduced a complete digital transformation uh, aspect. I've done it in a complete uh, different way than, than what I've done eight years uh, already in other companies because I felt that that adapted way was going to give more benefits and if I may say for myself, I saw in the end that it did. But and it did have to do with engagement and that motivation and stuff. But first, you are going to engage with these people, and then you're going to define for yourself. This is going to the approach based on the input and uh, of, of the intelligence that you gathered of the conversations uh, with these people. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I, I will I will tell you the trick, yeah? and, and, which is like uh, like the Japanese. Yeah, this is the trick. One, it's, it's about the vision. I think that people need to have a clear vision where they are going to. Okay. I think that's very important. A second one, and that you will like also, is like, why are we going in that direction? Why do we want to go there? That's the second thing. If you don't have those two, nobody will move. Yeah? A third thing that you always need to get on the table, do we have a plan? If you don't have a plan, we have to make a plan. How will we reach that destiny yeah. and, and, and why we should go there? Mm -hmm. yeah. A fourth thing yeah, is like, do we have the means to do that? Do we have the infrastructure? Do we have the budget? Do we have the people to go there? Yeah? And a fifth thing is like the uh, competences. Yeah. Do we have the right knowledge in-house? Do we have to get the right knowledge? Do we have to have training and so on? If those five, yeah, those five are in sync, people will move. That for me is the simplest way to tell how I do my job every single time again. I go to the people, I said like, and to the management committee, where do you want to go? Secondly, why do you want to go there? And I translate that to the team. Thirdly, I will deliver a plan. Fourthly, do I get the means to, to go there? Yeah. And fifthly, do we have the right competencies and do we have to get some training aspects in there? Do we have, have to get some knowledge from outside uh, to help us with this as well? That for me are the five things. That's, that's my job. That's how I do my job. Every Great. Single time. Great. Now, Joris, you're 57. I mean, in 10 years, who is Joris Walrad? Um, I hope that I don't have to, uh, to, to cover for that question. I hope that people like you and others that I helped along the way and, 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 and 
that I have uh, led in, in, in a certain direction. Well, tell that about me, and like, uh, well, uh, at least he was the right guy at the right moment, or he was the biggest one. Well, I have done everything good in my life for everybody. No, you can't. So there will be people that are pissed off with my kind of attitude and my kind of uh, interim management uh, perspective. But still, I think that, um, as I said, like, uh, I, I would be very disappointed if people within 10 years would not say that Dioris is one of the most authentic guys that I ever uh, okay. experienced and in my life. For me, that is very important that people see me as the guy that I am, not the function, not the title, not yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's who I am and, and what I can do and that everything that I do, even if I'm mad or even if I'm disappointed, that I still do that because I want to make things better for them, not for me, not for me. I'm not in here for me anymore. My legacy is that you reach your destiny. Yeah, 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 yeah. But within 10 years, you will do still the same things? I don't know. I'm a slasher, as I said. Eh? So I, I, I can move uh, from one thing to the other. Uh, I, if I see, uh, see people of me, uh, friends of me, like, uh, it's a guy that I know, Rick Vera and, and, and Peter Henson and so on. They, they are traveling around the world and delivering their message. Who knows? Maybe I'll do that also. And, and I have, I but then have you have to wear a t-shirt, eh, Joris? What is that? Then you have to wear a t-shirt, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm a big fan of Vic Ferra because he's, yeah, he's yeah. going to be the next one I'm going to ask. I'm a very big fan. I like his rock and roll attitude. Yeah. I like it. And it, it's, uh, yeah, I like his, uh, yeah, I like that. I think I'm, I'm I think the whole thing is uh, this book. I still have, uh, I'm still reading it. Uh, I've read it uh, three months ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, 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 and some, uh, by the way, uh, another book that I, that you gave me about five years ago, I think, for my birthday, once, uh, and you had this guy on, uh, on your yeah. uh, list already, Jan Bombre. Yeah. Uh, Flo and Swan Lava, it's as delivered also kind of new material for me. Yeah, to, uh, yeah. And so it's very, it was very interesting to, to have those kind of inputs on in it. But the authenticity for me is like, I don't copy uh, methods, I don't copy people, I don't copy uh, uh, other other people, other stuff and so on. So for me, it's about being authentic and being making my story and, and being strong in what I yeah. think I can do best. And it's not about saying like, I've learned this from, uh, yeah, from yeah, Steve yeah. Jobs, have done this, so we are going yeah, to do the same, or uh, you have to implement Six Sigma and everything will be solved. No, yeah, I will never yeah. say that. It doesn't mean that I'm not using Six Sigma tools yeah, yeah, along yeah. the way. Yeah, I yeah. use them a lot, but I will not name them. I've learned this in Six Sigma and you should listen yeah. to that. So I've, that luggage is, 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 is unbelievably uh, worthful for, for my day-to-day -day job and, uh, and and what is next for you do you have an idea i mean post corona i mean like the the soft skills i'm like why don't you put it in a training and sell it online i think a lot of people are interested in organizations if i look at our organization <laughs> i will i will be the first to order that and give it to everybody especially the non-sellers 
everybody <laughs> should learn soft skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the things you just mentioned is for me selling, by the way, but that's another thing. So what, what's for you is next? Um, I'm, uh, for, for me, next is like, uh, I'm, as, I, as I said, I have the, uh, I, I'm the happiness of being in a, in, in, in a beautiful house with, 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 with a lot of garden and animals and so on. And there is an old, an old stable uh, on this uh, territory that I'm completely rebuilding for the moment. Ready okay. busy for a year yeah. on I will make an office in there. I will make a training room in there. I will make uh, uh, a kind of like, uh, small wellness in there. I will make uh, uh, all kinds of stuff. So I can invite people to come into a very smooth environment to a very, and, and indeed train them. So instead of me going to the organizations, the plan is on maybe here three years that the organizations are coming to it. Ah, okay. Could be online, could be uh, could be uh, classical, could be uh, different things. Um, so yes, I'm 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 looking in, into that. I'm I'm, I'm investing uh, a little bit in my business uh, for that, and so that's that's something that. But I'm not I'm not focusing only yeah, on that. Yeah. I'm focusing on new opportunities on, uh, on, 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 on new levels of, of business. I think also after Corona times will give us new opportunities. People will have to uh, be able to work in a different way. Yeah. They will need, organization will need a kind of change managers to guide the people into these new behaviors yeah. as well. Why can't I sit next to this guy anymore and in this close of social distancing or whatever? How can we adapt to that? How can we live that? Uh, how can we, we we rethink our organizations so these matters can be uh, taken care of? I think that a lot of this um, will, will need some change management yeah. in, uh, in yeah. a lot of companies. Rethinking procedures, sales uh, uh, pitches, uh, and so on, because everything yeah. will, uh, will, yeah. will be yeah. different. Now, you, you, you mentioned already a couple of times uh, your animals and the nature. Is that something that you need in order to um, recharge yourself, to, to find new inspiration and new ideas? Because it's something also Jan Bommeré is saying. Eh? Yes, 100% yes. Uh, if I can be in my garden at Swarmland and, and, and uh, being with a shovel and, and, and uh, getting the shit out of the stable, it's more like... That's, that's that's your meditation. I really <laughs> that's where I really get rid of the shit and so yeah. on, like mentally but also physically. So yes, uh, and 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 um, my garden is my psychologist. I always say so. Uh, for me, that's the the best uh, opportunity to uh, yeah. to get my head clear. Okay. And, and sometimes when I'm Molding the grass, I'm, I'm rethinking about certain aspects of my business life and so on, and, and I come up with a, with a yeah. bright idea or, or, uh, or try to uh, get so. So yes, one hundred percent. Yes, it's, it sounds it sounds really uh, like a meditation when you're in, in yes. your garden. Yes. Now, so, last so it's my psychologist, as I said. Yeah. Uh, in the beginning of my career, that was my sports. Huh? As yeah. a basketball player, I had this this balance that I go to sports and then when I was on the court the business yeah. was forgotten and yeah. I was there so the same thing is now here in my garden when I go into my garden and I I switch off my computer I really go into my garden so the pattern is 
yeah. I do not rethink that I'm going yeah. to my garden and I let myself uh, Great. go into another state of mind. Now, last question. What is still a crazy dream for you to do or to be? But a crazy one, eh? Like uh, playing in a Hollywood movie yeah, or... An uh, <laughs> actually? Being an astronaut. Like yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Eh? I mean, yeah. if, for me, if, if uh, I want to do a speak at a TEDx or if Chris Mart would call me, immediately I go. Although yeah. I'm not such a big cold play, play fan, but I would go anyway. Well, about, you mentioned, and uh, maybe it's, it's not because you interview me, because it's, uh, it's, as you know, I've, I've done a lot of things. I've been, I've been already, I had already a very crazy life, I feel, for myself. So I had a lot of uh, things that I could experience. And uh, when, when I was studying and then in high school and so on, I was playing in a band. Yeah, you look, you look playing, actually like yeah, David Bowie. Are not the way you could play a thousand times better. But I still have the guitar. I still have the amplifier. I still have the pedals. And so the craziest theme, dream for me is like that here within five or 10 years, I could go out there and, and play on, on, on some stages and spawn and enjoy people. Again, it's about people, it's yeah, about yeah. seeing that they are happy, seeing that they, so picking that up, that's the craziest idea. I, I don't know if I will ever get there, uh, but as you know, I'm challenging myself once in a while. I have the craziest idea to to have an own brand of beer, as you know, I have it. Yeah, I, I had it, the yes. craziest idea on, on my 55 birthday, when I was 55, uh, to have uh, this uh, Spartacus run uh, uh, medal. Like everybody said, like you're crazy doing that on that age and so on. I did it. Um, so the guitar is in there but not concrete yet so if you talk about a crazy idea that might be a crazy idea that i said like if me uh, being on a stage and playing guitar with a band and again it's not because you are such a great guitar player but that, that would be something that, yeah, but that would uh, gratify me in, uh, in a certain way and it's it's not about how many notes you know it's just playing i mean even enough chords and and co-creation with other people it's um yeah you've you've witnessed it a couple of times it's uh so I maybe I have to train you in, in a lot of uh, soft skills and you can train me in uh, playing. Yeah, that's a deal. That's a deal. That's a, that's a win-win. Yeah? Doris, we're going to end here. Is there still one thing you want to share that we did not touch upon that you want to share with the audience to leave your um, legacy? Well, like I said, it's, uh, it's, um, uh, I've delivered a lot of uh, messages which I think are very important. Eh? But... Uh, um, I've said them in, in certain ways, always believe in yourself, uh, I would say. If you have somewhere uh, in, in your life, you have a setback, like, okay, come back stronger. I've been there, like I said, uh, the reset button was twice in my life. I've been not successful in festivals, but I've been very successful in, in, in other things and in sports and in uh, and so on. So, and, and it's about you know, the, the best things are in the, in the choices where there is some risk. And I know that not everybody is willing to take risks because mm -hmm. they have a family and they have certain things that they want to take care of, which I also had. But, but um, I can understand like a little bit of risk gives you a little bit of fun. And, and if you have that setback or, or whatever, deal with it, come back stronger and, and go 
things in life happen when you go out of your comfort zone, as they always say. And, and as you know me, I'm the guy that is going out of my comfort zone uh, pretty much. So, mm -hmm. uh, so that's, that's, that's what I would like to uh, deliver as a message. Cool. Thanks a lot, Joris, for this very energetic, passionate uh, talk, conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I hope uh, your listeners will uh, will enjoy it uh, also. So, but I'm 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 pretty sure there are a lot of things which um, I mean, everybody can learn from because that's 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 the whole thing. Everybody has a story, and everybody can learn from that. So, Yuris, thanks a lot for your time. I'm very grateful. Thanks for the opportunity. Top uh, top idea. You're number nine. <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> For the rest, all the rest are all women. So. Um, okay. So I'm, uh, I'm the leader of, uh, of of the pack, and then the women. Of course. Okay. Of course. Of course. Nice. So thanks, Yuris, and uh, stay safe, stay healthy. I see you next time. Yes. Eh? We'll do. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.